0: Well, I know it's Halloween and everybody's excited. It's the NFL trade deadline on Tuesday, the 31st. Trick or treat there. And the first CFP rankings are out. Boy, is this not a made-for-TV show. How insignificant are the first rankings Well, they really are not that important because there's so much football left. And what you see on Tuesday night will not be what it's going to look like in uh, when it's all done in December. But people are going to wring their hands. They're going to just shout gripe and stomp and fight about what comes out of the opening rankings. We'll try to walk you through it a little bit, tell you what we, since you're that interested, what it likely will look like in the opening weekend and why. That is the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing for free, the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also a reminder that you can get detailed breakdowns on the college game, the pro game at landryfootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale, but if you prefer, try it out for a month. Try it out for 6 months. You if you like football, you're going to love landryfootball.com. The football season sale is the best deal that we've got going and folks, if you want a player, coaching, scouting, front office perspective on the game of football, we got you covered at landryfootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. So the um, the the first rankings are coming out. Statement wins always have and always will loom large. Head-to-head uh, results sometimes, common opponents sometimes. Um, injuries will factor in. How will it factor in? For example, let's say Georgia. Uh, strength of schedule versus the eye test. All of those things, it's going to be interesting. Um, what might change? The SEC has had the top team in 43 of the past 54 total CFP rankings. No team has been ranked number one more than Alabama 24 times, followed by Georgia 12. Both Alabama, definitely on the outside looking in. But I think while Georgia ranks number one in the voter poll, I don't think they're going to be ranked one in the first uh, CFP. I think they're probably the best team in the country. But I don't think they'll be ranked one. So uh, if you look at it, If you look at how much the rankings will foreshadow what happens on Selection Day, seven of the nine number one teams in the first CFP rankings have reached the playoffs. The only exception was Mississippi State in 2014. So I do think the number one team is in good position to make the playoffs, but it doesn't mean they're going to end up number one. And it doesn't guarantee anything. So how might it look? Don't be surprised if Ohio State at 8-0 gets in. Do I think they're the best team in the country? When I studied at, study them on film, I do not. But they've got victories against Penn State and Notre Dame, both of whom won Saturday. The Buckeyes have the best resume. You hear that term. And I think that, you know, Saturday's road win against Wisconsin is, you know, a good win. Look, the bottom line is everyone says, well, they haven't played anybody when they talk about any team. Well, unless you're one of the elite six or eight teams in the country, unless you play one of the others, you People are going to question their schedules. Um, Ohio State's got a couple of good wins. And they've been efficient. They've been maybe unimpressive offensively. When I look at them on tape, I think Georgia's better. I think Michigan's better. And we'll find that out when they play. I think Oregon's better. But I think that they're they're good. And um, they may have the best chance of making it. Certainly, if they win out, they'll be in. Florida State is someone to watch. Maybe they could be ranked um, number two. The best win is at LSU, uh, a team that can still win the West at least into this weekend. We'll find that out if LSU is able to beat Bama. Um, it also you got to consider the committee looks at wins against Power Five teams, five hundred or better, and that includes uh, everyone on the Seminole schedule except Southern Miss. Um, <clears throat> their schedule, despite the fact that I think the ACC is Maybe better than people think. They're still not all that good. You you don't have a Clemson win that's all that impressive anymore. <clears throat> um, you know Duke lost to Louisville. I, you know the, where's the good win? I think they're in good shape to run the table, but I think Florida State has to run the table. I think they've got the easiest path because they've got the easiest schedule. And I think they've got the least impressive resume. But it still looks good at this point because they've got to win against LSU. Is that going to hold up? I don't know. They might be ranked ahead of Georgia. Georgia may come in at two. They may come in at three. Georgia's played look, Kentucky and Florida. They're down. They're not very good. They've not played a tough schedule. But here's the thing about it. People always talk about the schedule. Here's how I do it. When you watch teams, you could have a team that's got an 8 0 record. And when you study the tape and with a trained eye, you know that a large part of why they're 8 0 is because of who they played and not how well they played. But then there are other times when you look at a team that's 8 0 or 7 0, whatever the case may be, and you say it doesn't matter who they played, they would have then 8 no regardless. Georgia's one of those teams. Um, they're going to have Missouri this week, and then, you know, they're going to have Tennessee at Tennessee, and they're going to end up having to play in a conference championship game against likely Alabama. Georgia's fine. Georgia's probably going to win out. They went out. They're fine. Lose a game, it might be interesting to know. Um, anyway, we'll see how that plays out. Um, Georgia opened up with four straight home games against unranked teams. If the committee doesn't rank Kentucky or Florida, who both now have three losses, the Bulldogs won't have any wins against ranked opponents. Um, it, It helped Georgia that Oklahoma lost to Kansas on Saturday because the Sooners had been another undefeated Power 5 team with a better win against Texas. So ironically, Georgia and Oklahoma were scheduled to play, but due to Oklahoma coming into the league, and the inability to handle the home-and-home that was originally scheduled, that series was dropped. Therefore, Georgia, we could be talking about Georgia, with a win over Oklahoma at this point. Doesn't happen. I think Washington will get good play early. They don't look very good. Actually, Oregon looks better. But, Washington is unbeaten. The victory against Oregon is still good. Uh, Likely again, the top 10, probably ranked ahead of LSU and Alabama. Maybe the best win in the country right now. Explosive offense. Um, they've struggled to win recently. Usually high-flying offense is held to just 15 points in the victory against 2-6 and six Arizona State on Saturday. They were fortunate to escape a, a relentless Stanford team that's now 2-6. and six. They had a fumble and an interception to in the red zone. They're not looking all that good right now. Um, Michigan looks very good and probably would steamroll a lot of teams nobody's been as consistently as dominant they have a contender in um, jj mccarthy for uh, all sorts of awards maybe including the heisman they're number two in the country in total efficiency <clears throat> they're one of the more fundamentally sound disciplined teams the only five turnovers, a fewer than three penalties per game um they've Open the season with four straight home games against unranked opponents, and un- and unlike Georgia, two of them were against FBS teams with winning records, you LV and Rutgers. Michigan's best win is Rutgers. So, look. The bottom line is Michigan and Georgia they passed the eye test, but the resume test is going to hurt them. I think Oregon is one of the four best teams in the country. They're not going to be ranked in the top four, nor should they at this point. They have one of the top offenses, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. They physically dominated a physically dominant Utah team. They have three wins against power. Five teams or better. Colorado Washington state and Utah and one victory against, um, it should be ranked, um, team in Utah. Ford road four road wins. Uh, they've turned the ball over twice all season. Um, they're well coached, they're physical, they're explosive. They're good on both sides. They're really good. Um, I know they lost to Washington. I think they're more complete than Washington. I think another shot at Washington, I think they probably win it. Where will Texas be ranked? Um, My guess is they'll be ranked in the top 10. I think probably around seven. I would think they're going to be ranked just ahead of Alabama. Double-digit road victory at Alabama. One of the best wins of the season. The only loss was to the rival Oklahoma by four points. Even without injured quarterback, Quinn Hewers, the Longhorns, convincing win against BYU. Following the Kansas upset of Oklahoma, I think the Jayhawks could be in their top 25. So give Texas a second win against a ranked opponent, along with a victory against the Crimson Tide. With the exception of Baylor and Houston, all the Longhorns wins have come against FBS opponents at 500 or better. I get it. Oklahoma fans are going to say, what? Texas is going to be ranked higher. Um, I don't think the Big 12 is a great conference. I think that it's going to be, I think they needed to have an unbeaten team. I do think that Texas, if they win the Big 12, and if it ever came down to a discussion between Texas and Alabama, then they've got that trump card. They beat them. But I think that this conference is in danger of losing out because I do think that Certainly, the SEC champion, if it's Georgia, the Big Ten champion, the Pac 12 champion, um, and certainly an unbeaten Florida State, would all ranked ahead of them. It's kind of how I see it now. Alabama, probably ranked just behind Texas. Um, they don't look like a national championship caliber team. I don't think they really look like a, a playoff team, but they've got two wins against top 25 teams, Ole Miss and, and Tennessee. Um, they win against LSU, you know, that, that in, in Georgia, I, I think that'll be enough of a resume to get in. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, we'll see if they can get by LSU. They played arguably its best half of football all season and the second half of its win against Tennessee, how much better than his team can get. We'll see. Um, they've got better wins than Texas, but they've got the loss to Texas. Uh, that matters. And if they both have one loss and it comes down to it, I think that's going to be a factor. But that's for a later discussion. They can clinch the SEC West next week with a win over LSU and a loss by Ole Miss against a But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Alabama's going to win. Remember, Ole Miss needs Alabama to lose twice. So Alabama with a win against LSU is heading in. Oklahoma might hang into a top 10 ranking. It could reward their head-to-head win against Texas, rank them above the Longhorns. I'm curious to see. We'll look at Oklahoma's opponents, uh, meaning that they'll consider OU beating a Texas team that also beat Alabama. Regardless of how the Sooners have had the the past two weeks, the triumph against Texas should help them. Uh, They're not playing all that well right now. Uh, They haven't looked like one of the playoff-caliber teams. The defense, which looked good early, is not playing nearly as well. And, you know, I think the Cincinnati, UCF, um, those additions to the Big 12 not looking all that good. The league doesn't look very good. So the regular season win against Texas is the one thing they got to hold their hat on, and that's about it. Penn State, which I don't think is a playoff caliber team, and I think they're shortly going to be knocked out when they lose to Michigan. Defense has been really good all year long. There's no shortage of talent on the roster. They entered Saturday's game against Indiana, ranked number one in the country on defensive efficiency. They've held each of their first six opponents to 15 points or fewer. They it lost its best opportunity in press when they lost to Ohio State and how it lost. 1 of 16 on third downs, really poor. They You'll watch them, and they don't look anything like a team that's one of the best teams in the country. Um, Ole Miss might be ranked in the top. Twelve um, for the rub fans who say, "Well, if we run the table, we can, you know, win out." You, you're not, no, you're not a playoff team. First of all, Alabama has to lose twice for you to get in. Remember, Alabama's loss to Texas doesn't count in the conference standings. So, Ole Miss has to beat Georgia, which is not going to happen. They have to go eleven and one, and then they have to somehow hope Alabama loses twice so that Ole Miss can get into the SEC championship game and beat Georgia twice. That's the path for Ole Miss, a path that I don't think they're capable of doing. LSU is the only power five opponent with a winning record that Ole Miss has defeated. They allowed LSU 49.637 yards. Um, you look at, say, compared to Florida State's win over LSU, uh, it just, it, Ole Miss doesn't look like a team that's a real playoff caliber team. But if you're ranking the top dozen or so, maybe they get in it. Oregon State had his second loss. Um, you can't really put a two loss team in the mix, but this is a good team. I uh, got Utah and UCLA. Um, you know, um, both losses were on the road. Three points to Washington State. Win against UCLA was important. Um, but again, Top 12, yeah. What it really comes down to is who are the contenders? Well, I think the contenders are the two Big Ten teams Ohio State and Michigan. Florida State's alone in the ACC. Georgia and Alabama in the SEC. And Washington, Oregon in the Pac 12. Texas, um, more so than Oklahoma in the Big 12. Those are your contenders for the playoffs. Uh, Those are the teams that I mentioned for them of that group is going to end up in the playoffs. But right now, it may look a little bit differently on opening day. So don't fret. Don't be surprised. That's kind of how we see it early on. A reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns on this and all things college football and NFL over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our football season offer today. Uh, A reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But for LandryFootball.com, whether it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we give you a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective that no one else can provide you. So check it out today, LandryFootball.com, your one-stop shopping football. If you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. Enjoy the rankings. Uh, enjoy the trade deadline day on Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. And we'll be back to break it down. More football, everything – Football, college football, NFL, right here on the Landry Football Podcast Network, as well as LandryFootball.com. We'll see you there.